For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals-centric specific show co-hosted by two individuals. One has greater stature than the other. My name is Javon J. Love Adams. I am the one in lesser stature and the one that has the, that has the big name. His name is on the mark. He is the one and only Ed Smith. He played professional baseball and he also played in the national football league for a few teams, but more, but most notably he has that super bowl uh, runner up. I don't care. It's a big, it's a big ass ring. Uh, with the Atlanta <laughs> Falcons, man. How you doing, brother Ed? Hanging in there, man. This is going to get busy for us real soon here, man. Yeah. We're getting close to training camp opening up, and, you know, we made it through the long hiatus of the summer. I mean, here we get ready. We're getting ready to jump on that fast train. It is, but most definitely. And it's funny because, you know, I, I uh, do a, a couple of podcasts. So, of course, we do this one, and then I do Disposable Art, shameless plug, with my man Star Saxon. And so sometimes – I'll, I'll forget which one I'm doing when we're, when we're <laughs> knee deep in it. And so I was, I'm doing both of those today. So, so I, I got to try to make sure I separate it in my, in my mind, but, but we do this, we bring this to you. Now we are going to be in that every week mode, uh, you know, summertime, sometimes it's uh what is it? Summertime and the living is easy. I don't know about that, but sometimes we just take a little bit of a break and things are definitely starting to heat up with, uh, with some topics that I wanted to bring to the one and only Ed easy Smith and get his, uh, get his thoughts on some of the things that come from my mind. And he, he'll tell me that I'm, I'm crazy. He's not ashamed to do that at all. So before we get into, so some of the things I want to talk to you today, or I want to revisit, we did this a, a few weeks ago, but leadership, is there a leadership void in the Arizona Cardinals? Want to get your thoughts on that. Also, I want your thoughts on three important people that are central to the success for the Arizona Cardinals for this upcoming season. And then I uh, came across an article on what was it, NFL.com, I believe it was. And it was kind of a, a breakdown or a countdown to camp of sorts. And so they went across, of course, every division in the NFC West, uh, wanted to see if anything stuck out to you uh, about what they mentioned in the article about the NFC West, of course, most notably the Cardinals. And of course, kind of seeing where, where you think that we are on that totem pole or in that in, in when it comes to the NFC West. But before we get into that, it's funny because we have, we know we here in the Valley of the Sun, we have the the Phoenix Suns that are in the that are in the NBA Finals. We got the uh, the the NBA uh, 
dream team of sorts that's losing exhibition games. We got uh, the sport that Easy used to play, uh, with, uh, baseball. That they're in they're in full swing, and so there's, you can try to make a little bit of money here and there if you stay in tune to what's going on. So July is underway, and a great month of sports is here. So if you're into sports betting. Bet online is where you can find it from the NBA and hockey playoffs to baseball, baseball's marquee matchups, including prop bets and futures. Bet online has all the latest odds, news and information for all your online sports betting needs. So visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive over your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. So it's interesting, and, I, and when I saw this on, I came across it on Cards, wire usa cards you know you, sometimes we use that as a kind of a source where we get information a lot there was a, a an article that talked about um about the kind of the void of the arizona cardinals and how maybe jj humphreys might be has has kind of started to try to fill those shoes and you know we have larry fitzgerald who doesn't know whether he wants to play or not and he's in these nba finals as a part owner of the of the of the phoenix suns we have of course uh, Patrick Peterson that's no longer with with the Arizona Cardinals that ha- definitely was a leader and as his skills started to diminish and he had started to have the the different kind of um, uh, disagreements I guess you could say with management maybe I don't know if that if that had a negative impact maybe on his ability to lead in the locker room but I wanted your thoughts on is there a leadership void on the Arizona Cardinals and keep in mind that we had a couple of of key additions when it comes to one free agency and well one free agency and one via trade. Of course, with JJ Watt, my favorite. Yeah, man. And then of <laughs> course with uh, with coming from uh, the the uh, Las Vegas Raiders center Rodney Hudson. So wanted to get your thoughts on your thoughts on the the leadership of the Arizona Cardinals. Is there a void? And should we automatically be saying that Kyler Murray is the leader of this team? Is that something that's a misnomer? There you go. And you you read my mind. In normal situations, your quarterback, especially, you know, franchise quarterback, is the, the kind of the head of the snake, right? He's the leader. Right. He's the one everybody follows. Well, we're in a little bit of a tricky situation because a couple of things. Kyler is not necessarily a vocal leader. Right. You know, so we're already missing part of that. I also don't think he's found his voice yet enough to like, you know, walk in a room. Imagine, you know, we're getting all together for the first time. And instead of Kyler Murray in walks um, uh, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, they command attention. And not just because of their stature, just because they've been around the block a few times. These dudes have seen it all, done it all. They've led. Uh, teams who were front runners, they've taken teams from behind and putting them on their shoulders. And I'm talking like for seasons, right? Right. So, you know, they can't command certain respects and different things like that. Kyler is still trying to find his voice and put himself hopefully one day in that category. So that's, you know, and, and here's the thing. We all have to crawl, then walk, then run. Just because you have the title of quarterback doesn't necessarily mean you are the vocal and the leader of this team. Now, when you're out there on the field, you are the field general, 
So right. That's when you're putting your actions in the play and everybody has to kind of get in line and follow behind you. You know, this is going to be something that I hope they don't try to heap it all on his shoulders right away. He's got enough to concentrate and worry on in terms of making sure he's prepared every week for just the game plans. And then, like I said, leading the offense, uh, being the general out there, you can't put the entire organization on his shoulders as well. Cause you got to remember when you're talking about leadership, you're not just leading a particular group. You're leading the mass. You're like, when I talk about Tom Brady, right. everybody from the special teams, long snapper to every, the, even the defensive guys, when he speaks, everybody listens right now. There's some dudes, you know, Kyler could be saying something and if, if dudes don't really feel interested in it because it's not a part of what they want to hear. <laughs> right. They might turn their back on them. So like I said, I hope they don't heap that all on him, you know, minus a Patrick Peterson who, to a certain degree, we, you and I talked about it over the last couple of years. I think he was fading in his leadership so that, you know, even with him being here up until last year, we kind of saw that waning. Now it's going to be, you know, and then you bring up Larry, Larry, man, Larry's enjoying the life right now. And I'm kind of getting curious as we get closer to camp, has he already made his decision and he just hasn't let it be known yet? <laughs> right. Because quite honestly, bro, you don't get to the camp opens July 27th. You don't get to July 26th and then all of a sudden just decide, yeah, I'm coming back. Unless you've been either putting the work in or like I said, I don't, I don't know what. Right. So if Larry doesn't come back, we're in a little bit of a, a situation. You're a little, you know, I know you bring up uh, different players like DJ Humphreys and, you know, and here's the thing. Position sometimes plays in to who's going to listen and who's going to follow. True. And offensive linemen, God bless them, most of the time they're seen and very rarely heard. Um, you know, and then even within a team, you know, I'm not going to say they don't have the respect to say a quarterback or your lockdown corner or your running back or somebody has, but yeah, sometimes guys – they, they try to leave from that position. And if you're an experienced veteran, multiple Pro Bowls, you know, you've been, uh, you know, I could run down some names, you know, that had, had been there long enough when they walk in the room, they commanded the same respect. But in this instance, I'm really curious whether a Humphreys or, and now we all got to throw out that name, you know, that J.J. Watt. Here's, here's, I will caution this. Okay. The Cardinals – that's a sticky situation because you can't let, now I know Watt is, you know, he's uh, decorated. He's got the battle scars yes. to prove he's been there and he's done that. But I would find it very hard to believe that some of the players in that locker room would have a dude come from outdoors. Yeah. And all of a sudden now I, here I am beat my chest. I'm the voice right. and everybody needs to follow me. There's some dudes that might not say it, but, They've been there longer, and you don't necessarily want somebody coming in off the street. Now, all of a sudden, he's the face of your organization. Okay, let That's me push back just a little Go bit because I'm, I'm, I'm more – I'm 96% right with you. But I, I'm mm -hmm. just – here. what about this? You have some of those people um, – and my wife is say one of these people that when she walks into a room, just her energy – and is just, hey, how you doing? And blah blah blah. So she she can she can command a room in that way. Mm -hmm. What about some of those people that that just come into a room and they just want to, what can I do? I want to get to work. I want to what what can I do to make us better? I want here's what I do. You can come kick it with me. I don't know if that works for you, but I'm gonna be out 
flipping tires at nine o'clock at night if you want to kick it with me whatever you want to do man but what is it is there a fine line i mean i'm just curious no you're that's a great point there is a fine line and here's the thing because of the lack of off season we haven't had like a whole bunch of camps and different things like that yeah um for me I get exactly where you're coming from because some dudes are just natural born leaders. They can walk in the door and without even saying a word, everybody's like, Hey, yeah, that dude, I'm rolling with that dude. Now the the problem becomes, and I'm not, I'm not accusing anybody of this. There's also that fake bravado hustle or leadership. And I'm not, I'm not saying Jay-Z is that, but what I'm saying is there are some guys that are going to be like, look, show me more than you can tell me. And then once you show me, I'm all in. And that's just the thing I hope that, you know, there's no conflicts with conflicts within the room where, you know, like I said, we know your past. We know where you've been and the, we've seen all the videos and the tire flips and all that kind of stuff. But right now it's all about us coming in and, you know, checking egos at the door and passes the past. Let's, you know, figure out how to do this. And if you earn the title of leader, or, or you've done enough after, you know, we get into this. And here's the thing, Jay, you're talking about training camp opens the 27th. And when I played, man, we were in camp like first week or so of July. So right. a lot of the time is cut down. That bonding time uh, is really short now. So guys are going to have to really get to know a J.J. Watt. He's going to have to get to know some of the other dudes to figure out, you know, how do I push their buttons and what do I do if I am going to be, quote, unquote, the leader? You got to remember Chandler Jones is still sitting in there, too. And, you know, there's who is the alpha? We're going to have to figure that we're going to figure that out and see it very soon. Yeah. Um, but for me, like I said, I just hope it, it, I should say it's, it's got to be natural. Whoever does take that role, they've either been there and they're now stepping into it or whoever comes in from the outside. Don't think you walk in the room and just because your name is X, Y, Z, now all of a sudden, boom, I'm the leader. You're going to have to earn it just like anybody else. And right. that can happen quickly. Not saying, you know, or it might take some time. We might not know who the leader on this team is until the first quarter of the season, you know, right. three preseason games, you know, action on the field, different things. So we got a long way to go. But that's, I mean, that's a great question that you throw out there because with the absence of who is stepping into, we don't know yet. It's. I wonder because I've seen it on in in the corporate world. Um, I even times when in terms of musically, uh, in in the first iteration of my of my group, just okay. I'm gonna be I, me saying I'm gonna be the leader, and then the other <laughs> one, you know, my man Kane. Kane and I were the ones that were we were like those two rams with, with that that just charge at one another trying to figure out who was the leader because we didn't want to, no one wanted to give quarter. Do you have that happen? I mean, I'm wondering when you, you hear about in baseball, the, that, well, what we need to do is, and I'll make sure to take care of that. And I just wonder if there are, or even in the, even in the locker room in terms of in, in football, where the teammates are saying, who the hell are you, man? You don't, how, you, you don't speak for me, dog. Talking to the reporter, trying to tell him you're going to get the team in order, man. You don't even do nothing or you don't even whatever it is. And it just, it just seems as if that's an, an interesting dynamic to, to pay attention to. It is. And you got to remember, especially in the world of sports, 
most guys at some point in their career, especially when you're talking about the percentage of guys that get to an NFL or MLB or whatever it is, yeah. you're talking single digit percentage of the pos- of the population, right? Right. Most of these dudes in there, we used to call it, Jay, we used to call it Big Fist Little Pond. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dudes, you know, when I came from Browns Mills, New Jersey, Pemberton slash my little corner in South Jersey, yeah. I finally got drafted to the White Sox. I was going down to, to you know, uh, rookie ball and – Every dude on that rookie ball team was a big fish from some little pond <laughs> out there in the United States or Dominican Republic or whatever it was. Right. And you had to learn, you know, hey, I mean, there were some dudes who were just superstars, natural born, where their right. talent trumps everybody else and you can tour their leadership, or whatever it is. But for the most part, you know, when you get to that level of play, and I'm just talking minor league baseball, but when I got to the NFL, man, I mean, you can see where some of these dudes it was like, man, you know, I've never tried to take the last piece of chicken, you know, in his, <laughs> in his house, you know, but you know, we have all been there. So the right, key right. is, the key is someone like myself, you know, right. I was a dude that I knew my role. I knew my place. Now, if you ask me, I ain't no punk, you know, if you, you're going to try to walk over me. I'm a, but for the most part, when it came down to team, like leadership or somebody standing up and we got to put a stop to this in the NFL. At least I was like, I was one of those dudes that listen because that was my role. Listen, go out there, do what I'm supposed to do. Make sure I don't mess it up. I was playing minor league baseball throughout my career. There were times, especially toward the end of my career, I was the veteran at the age of 24 and 25, you know, in double and triple a and stuff like that. And my leadership style was simple. I would just do what I was supposed to do. And I had a strong voice when it was time for me to be heard. But for the most part, I wasn't that dude, you know, beat my chest in the meetings and stuff like that. I just made sure when it was time for me to be heard, I would. And I let other dudes, you know, whether we counseled amongst each other. Cause, and I'll be honest, I'll give you a real quick story. When I was in uh, with the Cubs in 94, at one point we're on this long losing streak and my manager, uh, Dave Tremley, he actually called me from the back of the bus. We're on this long eight or nine hour bus ride, middle of the night. He sent somebody back to get me and I come up and I'm like, what's going on, Skip? You know, he's like, I just want you to sit for a minute. He's like, these young kids, man, what do I do? How do I get after them? What? And I was like, you know, so I felt like, you know, Crash Davis with the, uh, you know, with the uh, Bull Durham, I'm sitting up here trying to tell him, you know, look, man, you got to stop babying these little puppies. You know, you got to, so, right, you know, right. like I said, there's different levels. There's different ways to do it. I've seen it all too. I've seen the team, the big team meetings, especially at the NFL, the team gets together because we're going through it. And, you know, like coaches are like, y'all need to get this, you know, so then all of a sudden everybody gets in a meeting and you get that one dude that stands up. And by the time he's done, everybody's like, man, will you sit down? I mean, it's, you know, it's like. <laughs> yeah, we're so, going to talk about those off, offline. We're going to yeah. talk about those, man. So believe in the Arizona Cardinals. I want to shift gears just a bit. It's still maybe is a, is a, a corollary of leadership, but three people that you feel that are that are very important to what we hope will be a successful season that will end with the Cardinals beginning getting into the playoffs this season. Um, I'm going to give my three and I want your three. My three might be a little bit um, slightly interesting or maybe uh, what you not what you think. But my number one is Cliff Kingsbury, uh, the head coach. I think it's important for him to really become that CEO. You all you often mention it that he has to be more of a CEO. And so you can't really compartmentalize in such a way that all you're focusing on is the offensive side of the ball. You really have to grow. I think you have to there. 
he, I think he's shown some growth and he's shown some opportunity. There are different opportunities, as we say in the corporate world. I know you've been in that corporate world too, easy where, where they strengths and not weaknesses, but opportunities. So there's definitely some opportunities for him there. So from a head coaching perspective, Cliff Kingsbury, if they're going to get where they need to go, he has to be, he has to become more of a CEO. The second is, Kyler Murray, it goes without saying, so towards the sec- the last quarter of the season, there was definitely a change within him that we he needs to show the growth in, in maturity and maybe take the steps. Not even he doesn't necessarily have to be a vocal leader, but one in which you can't we can't see the energy, uh, see him become deflated on the field or on the sideline, and then that negatively impacts those other folks not only on the offensive side of the ball but the defensive side of the ball because I would imagine it's hard to go out there and try to let put your shoulder into somebody if you're looking on the sideline and seeing your quarterback doesn't seem to be as engaged as he should be so that's going to be important as well so Kyler Murray is important and then the third one is defensive coordinator Vance Joseph he has a couple some new weapons a couple of different weapons and so being not not being as predictable when it comes to his his defense, but to to also be able to try to find ways in which to uh, put the put the round peg into the round into the round hole, as opposed to saying I'm going to just run my defense and this is how it goes. So those so Kingsbury, Kyler Murray, and Vance Joseph, your thoughts on and what do you what do you think as well? People would actually think that you and I sat down and we scripted this and said, hey, here's the question, what's yours answer, what's mine, and we matched them up. Uh, and I would tell everybody, you know, we, I just reiterate, we sometimes, you know, we go through the week, and we chit chat and all that kind of stuff. We're going to show like this together. It's not scripted. Even our Saturday show, we don't script anything. We right. put a run sheet together and we go through it. But our opinions are our opinions. This list that you just gave is was you <laughs> while you were putting it together is the exact and same order as mine. Okay. For every reason that you talked about, Cliff Kingsbury has to become the CEO, has to have more game managed control. And uh, game, um, what I always talk about, he has to um, adjustment control. Yeah, that, the and adjustments are key with him. Adjustments. Great you got to have great, you know, we got to be ready at the fly. This isn't working. We now got to do this. I don't want to see him sitting over there holding that clipboard. That clipboard is meant for erasing. And now instead of this, we're doing this. Or we right. see they're trying to expose this. So I want to see more of that more huddling on the sideline, not just with the offense, okay. but the defense as well. When you watch a Belichick, right? He's a defensive guy, right? Yeah. When he sees something that's not right, he's over there in the offensive huddle, and they could be stuff could be going on out there. He's got half an eye out there. He's got the other eyes in that huddle trying to get this right, special teams, whatever it is. That's what I mean by game air. You can't just take this. is I'm the head coach, but I'm going to let them take care of that. And I'm just going, you know, no, you've got control over everything. Last decision, you can never say that you didn't have a hand in it because every decision is yours. Go for it on fourth and one, uh, fake punt, fake field goal, whatever it is. That's all on you. You got to do that. Kyler Murray, it's his ball game. I said he is the general on the field as far as the offense. Most important player on that team. As he goes, so will the team go. And you bring up a great point. When things are not going well, I no longer want to see Kyler sitting on the sideline with his helmet on sulking or anything like that. Right. You need to be talking to your teammates, picking them up sometime. Everything isn't always somebody else's fault. Like somebody runs, a, we always see a, like a bad pass, hands go up in the air like, you know, what are you doing? No, yeah, maybe man. you should have, you know, you could have stepped aside and found another window to throw that one in. Yeah. Maybe your timing was off a little bit. The ball's a little high, whatever it is. Everything's not somebody else's fault. And, you know, 
own up to it, you know, and yeah. I don't want to see the sulking and stuff like that. And and also, as we just talked a minute ago, you got to be a leader. You got to, you know, it's not just about your offense. You, how many times have you seen Russell Wilson bring a whole team together? And then, yeah. he, you know, he gets them going, whether it's defense, whatever it is. We need to see more out of Kyler in that aspect. And then just as you talked about defensively, Vance, man, we got to we gotta use what we got. You don't have lockdown corner out there anymore. You might have to be a little more creative with some of your schemes. Uh, you can't leave dudes on an island. You, you, you know, you now know, like I said, we don't have lockdown corner. You can't just go blitzing willy-nilly all the time. That's how you get beat, you know. What you have to now do, you got to be a little more creative with disguising stuff. Right. Take advantage of, you know, if you got these two bookends with Chandler and J.J. Watt, you know, maybe you do some twists. Maybe you put them on the same side of the, of the formation every now and then. You These are things he's going to have to be creative in doing. And then also with his coverages and different things like that, play to his strengths. Uh, but also also at the same time, don't get complacent and, and soft back there either. If you're going to bring it, bring it. So like I said, just, just as you, I have those three are my most important uh, pieces of the 2021 Arizona Cardinals team. It's funny that we got two coaches and a player when yeah. you think it would be players on the field, but it does just, like I said, I like the way you broke it down too. Man, I've been hanging with you enough. I should, I'm, I'm starting to think like you. <laughs> too bad you don't look like me. You know, I don't know, that's, you know, that's, that's something you just can't help though. All, all this pretty over here. <laughs> well said, man. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. So before we head out of here, I want your I want your thoughts on kind of, again, I came across an NFL.com breakdown, countdown to camp, where they were looking at, of course, all the divisions, as as is the appropriate for this time of year. So when they were talking about the NFC West, there are a couple of things that stuck out to me. Um, they, they mentioned that the most important, when it came to the Arizona Cardinals, the most important position, um, and this was by, what, Adam Maya. So, so I want to make sure I'm giving credit to him in, in, this, in this article. But one of the most important position battles would be wide receiver. Uh, I can't necessarily disagree with that in the sense that we know that with Christian Kirk, oftentimes what is the best, a bit of, of best ability is availability. And he hasn't always been available. Uh, some interesting choices when it comes to, you know, the drafting Rondell Moore. Uh, he's probably just a little bit, just probably about the same height as me. Uh, we have AJ Green, who is definitely what you would call a seasoned veteran. We don't know if Larry Fitzgerald is coming back. Andy Isabella can flash very rarely. Uh, and so that makes you think that the, the ceiling is quite high for him, but his floor is really what, what they say, a low floor. Uh, high ceiling, low floor. Um, what do you think of that? And then I think what's interesting as well is when I look at some of the other teams, when we have Sala, the defensive coordinator that was with the with the San Francisco 49ers, he now has a head coaching job. So I'm I'm curious to see if they're if the 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 intensity that they show on defense, if that will still end up being there for for them. And because that's, I think that you can't just think that you'll just be able to take somebody off and just put them in necessarily and have the same type of motor and impact. And then mm-hmm. we know that we have my man from, uh, from Detroit, uh, that, that is now on the, on the, uh, Los Angeles chargers. Who am I thinking of Stafford? So yeah. take it wherever you want, but those are a couple of things that stuck out to me. For me, if you're talking about your most important position battle or most important unit is your wide receiver unit, I'll, I'll ask you a question today. If if you can't give your quarterback time to throw the ball, Ooh. and he's constantly laying on his back, looking up at the roof of the ceiling of the uh, 
uh, stadium or blue skies, right. what, what good, what good is it for me? The most important unit for this Arizona football Cardinals football team is that offensive line. You go out and you spend some money or spend some, some, uh, you got gifted you get Rodney Hudson. Center, but Rodney yeah, you go out and get Rodney Hudson. That's the anchor, your center. Yes. People don't understand that is it. They always talk left tackle, left tackle. Yeah, left tackle protects the blind side, but your offensive, the center on your offensive line is the second quarterback on the team. Yeah. He's the dude along with your quarterback, actual quarterback. And he's a brother too. I feel good. Right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Calling brother. everything out. Everything runs through him. If he can bring that unit together, and they can be a cohesive and protect Kyler Murphy. And that's a little bit of a challenge because of his size. They like to, we both, we both know they like to roll him out a lot and different yeah. things because of, you know, so that, that puts even more stress on them because you never know where he's going to be. It can be a design rollout or he hits the eject button and now he's scattering and those dudes don't know. So they have to be cohesive and, you know, sliding, picking things up, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So for me, the most important unit on that team is that offensive line. If they don't do it, like I said, everything else is, you know, they run the, the prettiest routes in, in the universe, but if they're coming out of their break and all they're seeing is a quarterback <laughs> laying on the ground, yeah. what good is it, you know? Right, so right. for me, that's how it goes. As far as this division, golly, you, we picked a heck of a time to all of a sudden want to get good when <laughs> everybody else in the division is just as good and getting and just continuing to try to get better. The Rams, you go out and you get Stafford, you know, already their Super Bowl just, what, three years ago, different things like that. Yeah. Niners had a down season with their talent. You got to say, man, they might make a rebound. And then you got the Seattle Seahawks who are always, you know, perennial 10 and six, you know, for them, a bad year is nine and seven. Hmm. So, you know, if we were in a different division, like say the AFC South, I mean, we might be, Fourteen and three. I was almost going to say fourteen and two, but we got seventeen to play this year. Yeah, yeah. So where we end in this division, man, it is going to be a knuckle, a bloody knuckle fight from first week to week seventeen. Because I don't think there's going to be, as far as our division play, I don't think there's going to be any easy wins in this. That's true. Normally, you can look at the bottom of the division, and you're looking down at Detroit. You're looking down at Jacksonville, the Jets, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, you can always count for a couple of those, you know, <laughs> this, this is going to be a real difficult season. And, you know, the, as, as successful as we were to start last year, we better get off to a decent start because otherwise you could be looking up real fast at three teams, you know, ahead of you and, and make it a long, like I said, a 17 week stretch. What is it that uh, DMX said staring at the roof of the church? <laughs> to tell the truth and it hurts so so don't make us lose our mind up in here up in here so on behalf of the one and only ed easy smith i am javon j love adams and we do this we'll be we, we back on our schedule now so you have been listening to believe in the arizona cardinals please tell a friend and tell a friend about what we going on here got going on here and we are always like we say we're always happy to be presented by bet online so until next time like we always say around this time you can be easy out there till we see you again Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.